0: Hello and welcome to Inside IT from the technology experts at Intel's own IT department. In this podcast, we look at Intel's disaggregated server. It's part of the company's rack scale design. We've discussed Intel's role at the forefront of the transformation of the data center in previous episodes of this podcast. Well, Intel rack scale design is a flexible computing storage and network backbone that will usher in an age of truly agile digital infrastructure. Today, we're going to drill down on a key component of that design strategy, the disaggregated server.
1: Hello, I'm Shesha Krishnapura. I'm an Intel Fellow and IT Chief Technology Officer.
0: Krishnapura is our go-to guy when we need to understand Intel IT's latest developments in the data center.
1: I'm in charge of the delivering hyperscale computing
0: inside Intel. The data center is at the heart of Intel's design process. Krishnapura says running data centers like a factory is a key to providing the needed capacity and to innovating rapidly.
1: We focused on energy efficiency in the data centers, the rack space efficiency in the data centers, as well as trying to get the highest performance servers, storage, and network to meet our hyperscale computing needed for our chip design.
0: Okay, a little background. Krishnapura says there have been three main waves in the history of server design. The first
1: servers were rack-mount servers.
0: These were introduced in the late 90s, were 19 inches wide, and various multiples of 1.75 inches tall. It's called 1U, 2U, 3U. And they were completely self-contained. The next big wave was the blade servers that was around early 2000 the blade servers used a shared power supply and shared network but the each blade had the
1: cpu with associated dram and then the direct attached storage or the sas or sata drives with needed sas controller for sas drive etc
0: there was something about this configuration that didn't sit well with Krishnapura
1: when i looked at the racks and racks of servers And whenever we refresh these servers once in every four years, and when we look at the components in those servers, there are many aspects of the servers that do not change from generation to
0: generation. It seemed to Krishnapura like a terrible and perhaps avoidable waste.
1: It was really painful to see that all these very good power supplies, very good fans, very good chassis, very good cables, network switching, etc., and including all the drives, were just sent for recycling.
0: Krishnapura says the factors driving the refresh rate were the improvements in the Intel Xeon CPU with either more cores or better performance per core and more RAM or DRAM per core. So given that combination, I said, then why don't we
1: look at this motherboard more carefully?
0: Krishnapura started asking questions.
1: Why do we need to keep refreshing the power supplies? That was my first question.
0: But not just the power supplies.
1: When we look at the cabling, wiring in the back of the servers, then I wondered, why do we need to keep changing these
0: cables? Now we're all often encouraged to think outside the box.
1: Instead of looking only outside of the box, the box being the blade server chassis, I started looking inside the box, the server chassis.
0: This close examination showed inefficiencies built into the infrastructure.
1: For example, the SAS drive running at 10,000 RPM at 1.2 terabyte continued to be that for several years, and then why do I need to change it if its life is approximately around 12 years?
0: Thus was born the next phase in the history of server design, the disaggregated server.
1: We have separated
0: the CPU complex and the IO complex. Redesign the server to make them modular so you can realize gains by changing out the CPU complex, but retaining other components that aren't ready for end of life. Krishnapura says this approach offers many benefits.
1: First, it will make the investment to go at where the technology is changing and not to put the money where the technology is not changing.
0: Provisioning is also much faster. Because you're
1: only replacing a particular aspect of the server as opposed to the entire
0: server. And it's environmentally responsible.
1: You're not throwing away very good power supply, very good cables, very good SAS drives that have more than decades of life.
0: In spite of the benefits, Krishnapura says his idea was met with a fair amount of skepticism at first, which he welcomed as part of the process.
1: There is an organized skepticism which starts and the whole goal is to vet the idea first from an angle of disproving that your idea is not good enough.
0: With his idea of the disaggregated server vetted by colleagues, in June 2016, Krishnapura approached one of Intel's suppliers and told them he had a breakthrough idea. It's very
1: simple, rerouting the motherboard, moving some of the components from left to right side, and this connector, the cost should be under 10 bucks and we should be able to do this in very fast.
0: Krishnapura says they ran the numbers, confirmed his estimates, and got to work.
1: From concept whiteboard with the vendor to the actual production servers in thousands in five weeks.
0: The adoption of the disaggregated servers in the Intel data centers has been amazingly rapid.
1: We ourselves have deployed more than 30,000 of these servers by December in less than six months timeframe.
0: The new design makes server refresh a very different experience. With
1: the disaggregated server, now we can just take four screws out, slide the CPU module out, which has the CPU and the DRAM, and put the brand new CPU and the DRAM in future, which connects back into the PCIe slot, which supports the multi-generational, the drives, whether it's a SAS drive, or SATA drive, or an SSD.
0: Refresh of the disaggregated server is made much quicker by all that is not done.
1: Not replacing the network switch, not replacing the chassis manager in the blade servers, not replacing any of the fans that actually cool the servers, not replacing any of the power supplies, not replacing any of the power cables or network cables, and actually enabling a very fast refresh.
0: The new design does not increase typical server investment. The savings realized over a rip and replace that previously would have cost $10 million more than makes up for it.
1: My calculation shows that I just need to spend $5.6 million to do the upgrade, and saving IT 44% 44% of the cost are $4.4 million on top of the $10 million investment.
0: Krishnapura says the development of the disaggregated server, conceived as part of Intel's rack-scale design architecture, will bring huge advantages to the industry.
1: This can go in in any of the existing data centers where people don't need to rebuild the data centers. And they can gain significant cost efficiency, significant material savings, environment responsibility, shipping costs, supply chain efficiencies, so on and so forth. There's so many things are possible with this. And it's not just the end customer who is going to benefit, even the server vendors, suppliers. Everybody is getting benefit out of this.
0: That does it for this edition of Inside IT. For more about Intel's rack-scale design and disaggregated server, or anything Intel IT related, visit www.intel.com slash IT. While you're there, you can explore the Intel IT Center and sign up for regular updates on IT topics, or visit the IT Peer Network for news and information on the industry's hottest trends. For Inside IT, I'm Paul Lancor.